Hello everyone and welcome back to By the Book Season 1 Episode 9. This episode is entitled Faith, Belief, and Worship. But before I get into that, this is the last episode in this season or this series. And thank you to everyone who's tuned in along the way because I can I know it can be really hard to step into faith and to leave all your worldly desires behind, but Trust me, I think it's better to do this now more than ever because with all the destruction in this world, the shootings, the killings and everything, you have now, now more than ever, you need to give your life to God. You need to start believing, you need to start praying, you need to start worshiping, you need to start praying for the people who do not believe in him and pray that they do seek him and that they do give their life to God because Jesus is coming back and it's only a matter of time before he does. And for all of those who haven't given their life to him now, they better be worried. They need to be worried because they don't have much time left. But I'm going to step into this episode. And as I said, it's entitled Faith, Belief, and Worship. Now, a lot of people are going to ask, why should I believe in God if there is no proof that he's real? A lot of people wonder where the sun, the moon, and the stars came from. They believe in evolution. They're like, how did the oceans get here? How did the land get here? And a lot of people ask, how do I know which religion is right? But the thing is, is that you don't. I can't tell you what to believe in. Science can't prove it. Math can't prove it. And the only thing that can prove it is belief. But I can't make you believe. You have to believe on your own. And I will never push my faith or my religion upon anybody else because that isn't belief it's not and i'll get more into that later but the thing is is you believe that there's wind right why can you see wind no but you can feel it you know that it can move things you can even sometimes hear it whistling if you listen closely and that's how you know it's real that's how you know that it's there and that's how it is with god you can't see him but you can feel his presence You can't hear him and you can see his power and not only moving just things, but people too. I can't see God, but I've felt how he's changed my heart, my mind, and my soul just by believing he's there. Because if I was the person that I was five years ago, if I was still that same person, I don't know where I'd be, what path I'd be on. And we've all had points in our life where we question whether God is real. But throughout all that questioning, it's up to you to make a choice whether you're going to either succumb to the evil and the sin within the world and all the worldly desires of the devil, or you can give your life to God. Because I'm going to get into more later. It's a lot that I have to say in regard to this, but I'm going to continue on with what I was saying before. But some people may even say, if Jesus is real, why can he not come down and show us that he's real? Or why can't he come and make his presence known? But the thing is, is that he did. And we, humankind, killed him. When we, you know, when they put him up on the cross and they killed him with the thorn of crowns and the nails in his hands and his feet, cistern of boiling oil. But we may have killed his body, but we did not kill his spirit. And that's why you hear people say that there is a living God. Because God is not dead. Jesus isn't dead. His spirit lived on and it will continue to live on forever regardless if you choose to believe or not. But the choice is up to you. Nobody can make you believe. Belief comes from within. And now the Bible says, the fool says in his heart that there is no God. And listen to this. This is 
so true. Not believing in God is a sin that even the devil did not commit. I'm going to repeat that. Not believing in God is a sin that the devil did not even commit. Because the devil knows that there is God. He fell like lightning from heaven. He knew that there was God. And that's why anytime you try to get closer to God, it seems like a battle of spiritual warfare, as I was saying in the last episode, because the devil will try any way in his power to pull you away from God. Anything, whether that's in your dreams, whether that's bringing people back into your life who God got rid of. A lot of these things are tests and we don't understand it, but they are. So many tests that the devil will try to put you through to question your faith, to see Does he or she really believe? Or are they just putting on an act? Because real belief is, even when you're pulled in the wrong direction, you still turn around and go where you're supposed to go, and that's towards God. And by faith, we believe that there is a presence of God in all aspects of our existence. So what is faith? You ask. Faith is believing without evidence. Now, personally, I do not believe in evolution. I don't believe in evolution because I believe in God. Nobody will ever be able to tell me that I came from gorillas or apes and that evolution changed me into a human. Why? Once again, because I believe in God. And I believe that God created the heavens and the earth. I believe that God created Adam from dirt and dust and Eve from Adam's rib. In the Bible, it specifically says in the very first verse, in the beginning. In the very beginning, and that means when the earth was created. Before all of this evolution. The only people that can explain evolution is science. That's it. And I don't, I believe in science to a certain degree, but I don't believe that science is the reason why everything was created. I don't. Because like I said, the Bible says in the beginning, God said, let there be light. There was light. God put everything on this earth for a reason. He created the land you walk on. And you wonder, yeah, but there's buildings. God didn't create buildings. No, he didn't. But he gave people the power. He gave people the abilities to build these huge buildings like the Sistine Chapel and like the Great Pyramids and the Leaning Tower of Pisa and the Eiffel Tower. So many things. God gave these people the ability to do this. And without that, there would be none of that. Like I said, science can try to prove and explain all day long that there's proof in evolution or how the galaxies and the planets came to be. But you know why I don't believe? Because I believe that what I read in the Bible is real. And that's once again because I believe in God. That's really only the, the only explanation you need. And Matthew 17, 20 says, he replied, because you have so little faith, Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say this to mountain. Move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. And that's saying that you can have as little as a mustard seed of faith. And we all know how small a mustard seed is. But if you have that much faith, you can move mountains. Because God is limitless. That's why they say, do not put your own limits and your own fears and your own obstacles against God. Now, I'm going to tell you a story that I saw. The Titanic. We all know what happened with that. The captain of the Titanic, before they set sail, he said, not even God can sink this ship. 
Isn't that so crazy? Because what happened? The thing shipped and almost every passenger aboard died. So many people died aboard that ship. But that proves to you that you cannot put any limits on God ever. Because when, you know, when you do that, God will show you what he can do. Because humans, we think we can do anything. And we can with God. But when we, you know, take the Lord's name in vain and try to tell people or tell him what he cannot do, he will show you exactly that he can do it. Because I've learned that even when it comes to your own dreams and everything or your own wants and desires, when everybody else says no, God will say yes just to prove other people that his presence is there. And another thing that you should not believe in are zodiac signs and tarot cards, but especially these things that they call angel numbers. Because these are all forms of divination. Now, if you don't know what divination is, it's defined by the Oxford Dictionary as the practice of seeing knowledge of the future or the unknown by supernatural means. So divination is also known as witchcraft. And it's a corrupted way of spiritual knowledge. Jeremiah 14, 14 says, And the Lord said to me, The prophets are prophesying lies in my name. I did not send them, nor did I command them to speak to them. They are prophesying to you a lying vision, worthless divination, and the deceit of their own minds. That's what the Bible says about divination. And I'm going to read that to them. And again, and the Lord said to me, the prophets are prophesying lies in my name. I did not send them, nor did I command them or speak to them. They are prophesying to you a lying vision, worthless divination and the deceit of their own minds. All of this stuff has come from people. All that 777, 333, 555 and all of the meanings behind them were created by people. And... Now, we've all had our points where we may have, you know, succumbed to this and we have believed in this. However, we have to choose to stray away from this. And I'm definitely letting everybody here who's listening to this know right now that that is not of God. That is witchcraft. Those are people who believe in things that have come from their own mind. That's why you say that's why the Bible said the deceit of their own minds, because they're lying to themselves. Doing all of this and tarot cards and all of that other stuff, that is not real. That cannot tell you the future at all. It can't. Only God knows your future. I don't know your future. You don't know your future. But with God, you have to seek out his will and his purpose for your life. And that's your future. But a lot of us, we think that our future is, and what we want to be our future is truly our future. But there's always going to be some type of obstacle that prevents us from reaching that. Because it's really not ours. That's not what God wants for our life. And you will not live the greatest life that you want to live full of happiness and joy unless you follow God's will for your life. Because God will never turn you in the wrong direction he will never leave you nor will he ever forsake you and that's why we must seek him in all that we do but back to divination divination is also one of the reasons why israel was exiled 
going back to the Bible verse, 2 Kings 17, 17 says, And they burned their sons and daughters as offering and used divination and omens and sold themselves to do evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger. I'm going to read that again. And they burned their sons and daughters as offerings and used divination and omens and sold themselves to do evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger. The Lord only gets angry when you believe in divination. Because as I said, it's the deceit of the human mind. Believing in something in the supernatural means. And people, Israel, the people of Israel burned their sons and daughters as offerings. Just because they believed in this divination. They believed that there were supernatural means as to why things were happening and why things would happen. And the reason why these zodiac signs are a huge deal is because people believe through astronomy that people are the way that they are. People believe that through science, people are the way that they are. But that is not the case. And people will literally change their lives and say yeah i do this because i'm a gemini i do this because i'm a sagittarius i do this because i'm a taurus or i'm a leo or whatever but why are you mimicking your life behind science behind things that other people say I just truly cannot wrap my mind around it because I am a child of God. And when I am a child of God, when you are a child of God, you will not believe in all the other stuff that everybody says. You will pick up your Bible and believe things based on what the Bible says. That's it. But all of that means, the entire verse that I just read to you, it means that if you believe in and practice divination, that you do not believe in God. You cannot have both. You cannot be lukewarm when you believe in God. You're either hot or you're cold. There's no in-between. And when you practice divination, you believe in zodiac signs, you believe in 777, you believe in all that other stuff, and tarot cards, and other people in their little gadgets that can tell you what will happen and what won't. You do not believe in God. You don't. And it angers God so much because you choose to believe in worldly means versus believing him who created you. And when you practice divination, you don't trust in God's plans for you. You're trusting in what other people are saying is going to happen and what you want to happen. But as I said, what you want to happen may not be what God wants to happen for you. It may not be what God wants to work upon your life. No mere mortal can tell the future. There's no such thing as doing or practicing these forms of divination for fun. At all. But we've all been there where we just want to quote unquote see what happens. I've done it. We've all done it. But doing that for fun, these are evil spirits penetrating from this. Divination is a form of witchcraft, which is a form of evil. And as I said, evil spirits are penetrating from this. That's why there practically deals with the devil that you're making. And you may think that's a stretch to say, Alana, but it's not. Because you notice that when you do certain things... And when you say certain things, for example, the God, not God, um, sorry, the enemy, the devil, Satan, whatever you want to call him, will make everything seem like it's perfect, but nothing is perfect. They will give you everything that you want and make it seem like it's everything that you wanted and more, everything that you desire. But that is not of God. 
Because notice there's always a catch behind things that the devil will say. There's always a catch. It's not always going to be pretty. You can see this in something as little as the movie The Little Mermaid. And I was just telling somebody about this the other day. You see Ursula was making a deal with Ariel saying that I can give you him. I will take you to see him. You can do whatever you want with Eric. However, I'm taking away your voice. It's always going to be a catch in something that the devil does and a deal that the devil tries to make with you. Nothing will ever be perfect at all. Because the spirit world is real. It's not all fun and games. It's not. It's something really dangerous. And you've seen people die because they have given their life to this and succumbed to the works and the practices of the devil rather than turning their world to God. You see this in the music industry all the time. We've all heard of the Illuminati. We've all heard of celebrities who have signed their name in blood, which may seem like it's a crazy story, but it's real. Just to get what they want. They will do something as far as sign their own name in blood. Is it ever that worth it? Because in my mind, it's not. Because when the world around you is engaging in evil tendencies such as this and angel numbers and tarot cards and all of that, you have to be bold enough to turn away from it. Let your life honor God even if you have to do it alone. Because more people go to hell than they go to heaven. It's a sad thing to say, but it's true. You have to show that you believe in God by all means. And a lot of times you will have to go it alone. But as long as you put your faith in God, he will never lead you, nor will he ever forsake you. He will never lead you astray. He'll always be right there by your side. Always. And, for example, I'm going to give you another example of how the enemy uses his tactics. And I may have said this in the last episode, but in your dreams, you could be praying and then all of a sudden your mind comes up with this idea and you stop praying because you're thinking too much about this idea or this circumstance or whatever had happened situation. That's the devil. That's the enemy trying to get you to stop praying and focus your mind on something else that is not of God, that God does not want for your life. That's what that is. So, as I said, when the world is engaging in evil tendencies, you must be bold enough to turn away from it. Let your life honor God, even if you have to do it alone. You don't have to go to church to believe in God. You don't. But you should pray. Maybe you should go to church because sometimes these pastors will tell you something that you didn't already know. You learn something new about God every single day. And maybe even some of this that the pastor may say may be confirmation from God. Because God isn't always going to tell you something head on. Or you might not always hear him. However, he can use other people to get his message across and get his message through to you. He can and he will. So listen, open your ears and truly honor your life with God. Use your life to honor God. And I know this episode was extremely long, but there's a lot I had to say. There's a lot that a lot of people need to know that a lot of people are not understanding. But I'm glad that I was able to spread this word, spread this message. And I hope that you all can share it with other people and 
Stop living your life by other means. Live your life by what God wants to do for your life, by his purpose, by his will, and you will truly be made whole. I promise you that. I promise you that. You will find a peace unlike no other when you decide to give your life to God. You will find happiness. You will find joy. You will get everything that your heart desires as long as you give your life to the Lord and you believe that it is done. Ask and you shall receive. That's what they say now. And that's what they mean with God. Ask and he will give you all the desires of your heart as long as they're rooted within him. As long as you want to make a difference with him. But thank you all so much for tuning into this season. As I said, this episode was a little longer than I had initially anticipated. But thank you for listening and tuning in. Thank you for all that you all do. Just by tuning into this every week. And now in August... Um, we will start back with the regular season of by the book. I'm going to give you the specific date. It will be August 2nd that we will start by the book once again. And by the book season three, I promise it's a season unlike any other. It's a season that I promise will be better than the rest. I've been working hard to produce that season and I've been really working hard to try and give you all the best season yet. So stay tuned. And I will see you all again August 2nd at 7 p.m. Thank you and be blessed.